Patreon, everybody, and welcome to Talking Anime, the hashtag best worst anime podcast around. Roll the theme music! <laughs> Konnichiwa, everybody, and welcome back to Talking Anime. It is Mitch. And Sky here. And ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the second ever, yes, second numero dos of Talking Anime's number one segment, Spirit Breaker. So, if you are brand new to the show because you started listening at episode 19 what spirit breaker is ladies and germs it is the show segment that we talk about the worst viewed anime rated all that right off of mal uh link in the show notes for the list that i take it um all these episodes and suggestions and stuff like that off of and today we are talking about the 2014 dumpster fire that was Wonder Momo. But first and foremost, Sky, how's it going? Doing pretty good. You know, I, I got sick this week, so I was out of work for a little bit, and I had plenty of time to watch a lot of anime. And um, I decided to just watch a bunch of really bad stuff. <laughs> For some reason, <laughs> so yeah, you got got to get to the spirit of the spirit breaker, you know. Yeah, I don't want to take up too much time, so I'll just give a little bit of a rundown. But I finished the Astro Score that I was watching last time. Um, I watched a show called Chivalry of a Failed Knight, which is basically just the same as the Astro Score. It's just another trashy uh, <laughs> battle harem show, and I watched the first three episodes of another really bad harem show called Armed Girls Mechievelanism or something like that and it was really bad so I dropped it and then I watched all of Assassin's Pride which is another bad (laughs) like light novel adaptation and then I watched the second Golden Age Berserk movie and I watched episode 7 of Jujutsu Kaisen Nice, nice. Um, me, personally, I haven't really watched anime this week, which is really shocking because I try and at least binge one or two shows. Um, but the only thing I really had a chance to watch this week was the dumpster fire that we're talking about today. And I literally finished it on my last break today at work because I just powered through these these episodes of this, this dumpster fire. Oh, it was bad. It it was hard enough watching it all in one sitting. I don't think I would have been able to do it if I spread it out over over the week. (laughs) Oh, it would have been so much easier to digest everything that happened. But before we do that, ladies and gentlemen, I've got some other really cool things to talk about. 
and that is anime in 2021. So we have some, you know, stuff that was meant to come out last year um, that's coming out this year. Uh, a lot of, like, continuations, uh, some brand new shows. Um, there's, like, a couple that I'm, like, super excited for this year. And I know, like, one of them is uh, Beastars, the second season. I'm so stoked for that. Um, what else was there on this list? Uh, let's see. If we're talking stuff only from at least this current season that just started, I'm really excited for Log Horizon Season 3. Ooh, I still have to watch that. And the the thing is, I love some good isekai content or, like, fantasy-level stuff, and I've heard that's, like, one of the really good ones. So oh, it's, that is it's really solid. I definitely have to throw that on my list of things to watch. I'm, like, super excited for... I haven't watched it yet, but it's um, the new season of Cells at Work. I'm so excited for that. There's actually and, two... There's two Cells at Works that are coming out right now. There's season two, and then there's Code Black, which is a, a spinoff. Yeah, and it's supposed to be, like, uh, taking place in the body of, like, uh, a, a smoker or something like that. Yeah, like a smoker or drug addict or something. Just someone who doesn't treat their body very well. Yeah, and I'm, I'm like, really excited to see how they're going to, like, take, like, how they're going to take everything, like, this is what a human's body is like when they're doing, you know, heavy drugs, heavy smoking and stuff like that. It's going to be really fascinating. I'm, like, super excited to watch it. Um, there's this one show that's got, like, the crazy light novel name. I think it's called Suppose a guy from the a kid from the dungeon boonies something it's just an obnoxiously long name for some reason and it's just like why yeah why, suppose why, a why? kid from the boonies right the last dungeon boonies moved to a starter town yeah and it's like what the hell is it makes zero sense <laughs> <laughs> that's so, a light novel for you yeah i know right it's it's like don't get me wrong, like, Bo Fury, I max out my defense, so I don't, or I don't want to get hurt, so I max out my defense. That kind of is a mouthful, but you know what you're getting yourself into. And I've, I've watched the trailer for this, and I'm, like, super stoked to watch this. And, um, I also got to watch the trailer for the new, um, Shaman King reboot that's coming out. And, um, d Sky, did you ever get a chance to watch the original Shaman King? No, I don't believe so. I'm honestly not sure what that is. Ah, uh, okay. So, Shaman King was this old show from, like, back in the early 2000s. Um, I used to watch it uh, when I was growing up. Uh, luckily enough, on uh, I believe it was on YTV for a little bit. And it is this almost, like, JoJo Stan fighting, but, like, precursor to JoJo. So, like, what it is is, like, you're a shaman, and you're able to summon spirits to fight for you, essentially. And, uh, like, this is, like, vaguely what I remember from watching it. It's been, like, you know, a dozen years since the show's been on TV. And uh, I think they announced it last year that they were going to do uh, a brand new one. And I'm, like, super stoked for it. It is supposed to come out in April of this year, and it's being made by Studio Bridge. So that's pretty cool. 
Studio hey, yeah, Bridge. Uh, what has Bridge done before? Uh, let let us take a look. Um, works. Uh, da, 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 da. I'm just seeing what we have here that would make sense. There's like a fairy tale. So they're known for doing fairy tale. Oh, okay. Yeah, they did it with A1 Pictures. So that's like their like really big one. And there's a bunch of random ones. Uh, there's also, they did um, Yu-Gi-Oh! 7s as well is another one of theirs, which is, I believe, a new Yu-Gi-Oh! Um... <laughs> Like, we need another one of those. It's like Pokemon. It's just, they keep putting out seasons for this show, and it's like, we don't need this anymore. It's over. Just just let it die. You know, you can only beat a dead horse for so long. I'm okay yeah. with more Yu-Gi-Oh! Just not when I saw that it was, like, starring seven-year-old children. I'm like, uh, maybe not. <laughs> I honestly haven't watched Yu-Gi-Oh! since um, Yu-Gi-Oh! GX. I believe was the last time I watched it when they were at the uh, Dueling Academy. Yeah. And I was watching it when it was new on TV. So, yeah. Again, I remember, like, when Yu-Gi-Oh! came out on, um, I think it was, like, Saturday morning. um, Saturday mornings on, uh, it was, like, WB Kids or something like that in Canada was the channel. And that's where I would watch, like, I'd watch Yu-Gi-Oh! I would watch uh, Sha- or, uh, Shaolin Showdown and a bunch of other just random-ass shows. And, uh, yeah, it's... Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see what we get this year. Um, you know, with the new seasons, uh, Rent-A-Girlfriend 2 is supposed to come out this year. I'm super stoked for that. Supposed to come out this year, who knows? And then, you know, like, Bo Fury was rumored to come out this year but they haven't announced it yet and then uh, you got a bunch of other like the Stone Wars from Dr. Stones I'm super excited to watch that oh, yeah that's this season that's gonna right be good. yeah that is going to drop in let's see um uh, I really gotta go down this list in four days yeah, four days. January 14th is when we will be getting the Stone Wars, which I'm stoked for. And then, obviously, like, Seven Deadly Sins, uh, Dragon's Judgment drops in uh, on the 13th. You know what I'm excited for? Promised Neverland Season 2. Oh, the other one I'm, like, super excited for, and it's coming out, like, super soon, is that time I got reincarnated as a slime. Part, uh, part one of Season 2 drops on uh, the 12th. So I'm super. Yeah, this season is packing, dude. Yeah, it's crazy the the shit that we're getting. And there's like March 27th, My Hero Academia season five comes out. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, hey, look, there's a show coming out on my birthday. That's pretty cool. Topical Rogue. Hmm. Yeah, this year is just gonna be popping off with with anime, <sighs> both sequels and new ones. Hopefully. Yeah, like it's it's pretty sta- or stacked. And then you got like a bunch of like movies coming out too. Um, I think let's see what we got for movies coming out. So we have uh, Jintama the finale. That's sad or the final. Sorry. Uh, then we have Sailor Moon Eternal Part One drops uh, on well now actually dropped yesterday. 
even uh, or uh, Evangelion uh, 3.0 and uh, Thrice Upon a Time drops on the 23rd. I know there's some people uh, excited for that. Yeah, and there's just a bunch of other like just random show or movies and stuff. Like Detective Conan's gonna have a movie coming out in April. Yeah, but yeah, that's like that's what we're looking at for um, this this season right now. Anyways, it's just a bunch of shows. Again, I'll have a link in the show notes for a list of what's coming out and when. Uh, there's a lot of shows that haven't been announced on like a date, but they give you like the month that it's supposed to drop. So, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be really good. Um, I'm probably gonna check out one or two of the seasonals, uh, just because I'm trying to also finish watching any or uh, Yu Yu Hakusho and a bunch of the other shows that I piled up on myself. So, I know eventually. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm definitely not gonna be able to keep up with everything that I want to for this year. It's uh oh yeah, there's a lot. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm I'm gonna like really just sit and watch the shows that I know I want to watch and then when I have like a freed up schedule and everything else I'll probably slowly start watching whatever seasonals are out because uh you know gotta watch shows for the show or for this show and then you know then my leisure watches and everything else so Sky is there anything else you would like to talk about anime wise for the show I don't think so. Um, so I, I think before we cut to commercial, since this was my my pick for us to go and suffer through this, oh my, to watch word. this. Um, I I believe it's fair since you're the new co-host and everything else that you can pick the next Spirit Breaker we watch. And I mean, like, it doesn't have to be on the Mal like worst worst rated shows or nothing like that it could literally be anything that you find horrible I will I will suffer yeah I actually I, I thought about it earlier and I, and I think I know the one that I want to do just because it was like I think it was earlier this year I watched the uh, the first episode of this and oh it was really really cringy like I, I it was unbelievable how how cringy this show was and I just dropped it but I think it'd be a really good one to do for Spirit Breaker just cause I can't imagine it being easy for us to uh, to get through let me uh, let me find it real quick yep but yeah no I I was just yeah we'll, we'll go in like my or my thoughts on the show we'll, we'll go into it when we actually get to the review part and just to let the wonderful listeners at home know that we will probably actually talk about each episode a little bit. Um, and I mean, like, this is, like, such a show that I don't think anyone's going to go out of their way and li- or watch the episodes. So, spoiler is, you know, in effect when we get to the review section, which is going to be, like, right after the commercial break. And then, yeah. It's gonna be it's gonna be rough. It's gonna be rough. Also, I highly recommend people not go out of their way to watch this, <laughs> unless you want to be tortured like us. Then yeah, don't bother watching this show. I'm just saying that now. I said it about 
Um, Skelter plus heaven, and I'm going to say about Wonder Momo, just no. No. Don't watch this freaking OVA unless you want to lose 30 minutes of your life that you're going to regret later on. I was about to say, if you want an experience, you'd go for it because it was 30 minutes that probably felt like six hours. Like, oh, it was... Yeah. <laughs> it was it was not easy to sit through. No, it was not easy to sit through. So, well, yeah, um, well, did you find uh, what show you were going to pick out? No, I, I can't find it. Um, I'll find it when it matters, though. Um, yeah. I'll give, I, I can give you the base premise if you're interested, because I can't find what it was called. It's basically this high school girl. She, like, starts living at this, like, dorm house or whatever, and she just instantly falls in love with this pretty boy that she sees and they start dating only for her to find out that he's literally like a little kid but he looks like like a pretty teenage boy and then his group of friends are also just like little kids who also look like teenage boys and it was just this really strange bizarre situation of her trying to like deal with that and uh, oh I found what it's called it's called first love monster <laughs> oh god First. It's, it's it's interesting for sure. Monster. Okay. Okay, it's on it's on the list of things we're doing for talking anime. So yes, ladies and germs, episode thirty, which will be the third spirit breaker, is going to be First Love Monster. <laughs> um I will probably uh regret life after watching this just from that synopsis that <laughs> oh, I was given. Definitely. <laughs> But, I mean, I did watch Skelter Plus Heaven, so I don't think anything's going to beat that. (laughs) We'll see. (laughs) All right, ladies and germs, we are going to cut to commercial break. When we come back, we are going to talk about Wonder Momo. Bye. Quo, Nietzsche, everybody, and thank you for listening to Talking Anime thus far. We are here to talk about Patreon.com. This is the biggest supporter for our lovely product here. For as little as $1 a month, you can get a shout-out and join the illustrious Weeb Club. But, if you go a little bit more than that, get the $5 a month, hell, Hell, man, you can get the fantastic Otaku Club. Man, this is awesome. You pay $5 a month, you get the shadow like you do for the $1 a month Patreon. And then, Jesus, the cool thing, you can actually pick the topic we talk about. And if you have the equipment for it, you can actually record and come on to the show and join us for the conversation. That's $5 a month to join the Otaku Club. Also, another fantastic thing we are being supported by, that is Anchor.fm. Anchor.fm is the perfect, the fantastic, the amazing way that you can do all your podcasting for free. That's right, for free. Costs you nothing to do this. Go to anchor.fm, sign up, 
All you need to do is do that. And then you go on their website with a microphone, if you have one, any kind of microphone, and record your episode using their editing tools, recording tools, all that fun stuff. But if you're like me, who uses it for the distribution, they also have a system set up for uploading from third-party sites. And hey, do you like getting paid? Do you want to get paid to do podcasts? If you live in the United States, they have a monetization system set up as well, where you can get paid to do your podcasts. And man, you can't go wrong with that. That The two things supporting Talking Anime, again, are patreon.com forward slash Talking Anime and anchor.fm. Thank you, and here is a shout-out to the lovely folks over at the Shonen Flop Podcast. We'll see you guys in the episode. Bye. Dragon Ball Z, One Piece, Naruto, all things that we love, all manga that were originally published in the legendary magazine Weekly Shonen Jump. But not every series can run for 300 chapters and have a hit anime. This is David. This is Jordan. We're the hosts of Shonen Flop. Each episode, we look at manga that ran and jumped that didn't quite make it. We discuss what it did wrong, what it did right, how the series could have turned itself around, and ultimately, was it a flop or not? Run all your favorite podcast apps, and you can find us at shonenflop.com. Keep on flopping, floppers. And welcome back, everybody. I hope you enjoy those commercials. Okay, let's just pull the freaking band-aid off this fucking dumpster fire of a goddamn show, and let's talk about Wonder Momo. First and foremost, Sky, what did you think of this show? Okay, so I want to start off by uh, saying the the only positive that I have about this show is I really did like the opening theme song. <laughs> it was yeah the yeah the I I found like the opening theme song was actually really like really like uplifting, poppy and stuff. Kind of like because like the whole thing is like the idol kind of feel to it. So you kind of had that nice idol style theme song, you know. Yeah, it was it was different, but um, but I did enjoy it. I didn't skip the opening at all through the whole time that I watched it because it was just that one little bit of joy that I could get out of every single episode, and I was gonna cherish that <laughs> until I had to suffer the through one, the next six the minutes one, of the episode. <laughs> the one the one key thing that you liked was the theme song. And that was it. Yes, it was good, <laughs> but everything else. Ooh, I want to point out, I have... The characters are so ugly. Like, I'm not sure if that's just me, but they were all so hideous. Like, I couldn't get over it. I would just look at their faces and regret doing that. Ugh. It was... Okay. This is what we're going to do. Well, keep going. I'm going to look up anime that came out in 2014, and we're going to compare the animation style of other animes to this show. Dude, there's even shows that came out before it, like Sword Art Online and like Anohana and Log Horizon that came out in years before 2014 that still looks so much better, better than this. Uh, okay, so I'm going through Mal right now, and I'm looking at anime that dropped in winter of 2014 because that's roughly the time that Wonder Momo dropped was in the winter, and honestly. All the other shows had better animation. Just from, like, looking at the posters and pictures. Everything was better. 
I mean, I'm not even uh, sure what this studio is. It's Studio... Dude, Grifinica? it was like... Uh, yeah, but it was also like put out by like Banco. On top of that, too, because it's it was originally a uh, Banco um, game, I believe, that came that out like sense. the 80s. I was I was wondering if it was a, a game adaptation because it okay yeah so Wonder Momo is a, a 1987 beat 'em up arcade game that was developed and published by Namco exclusively in Japan. It was an eight bit uh, side scroller game. So yeah, this is like the whole entire thing was based off of one property, but again, we're talking about spoilers going into this. It's takes like the show Wonder Momo, the anime from 2014, takes place after the game from the way it looks and the characters that are shown in the poster. But yeah, what else uh, did you think about the show? Um, I'm here's the thing so it didn't explain anything and that really bothered me it just the episodes would start and then it would just throw you in to whatever is happening every episode had the same um like points that it hit it would start off with nothing happening then the weird aliens would come in and just attack and then she would do her transformation and then she would fight them and then it'd be over it was very boring and predictable and they didn't explain anything like all of a sudden just there's just these weird looking like aliens and then just she just has powers and nothing was explained and that really bothered me I wanted at least some explanation some world building or something but we got absolutely none yeah no I I found that I found that like really like even after the first episode when I was watching it I'm like I'm sitting there and I'm like after the first episode because all these episodes for anyone listening run about roughly seven and a half minutes so you're looking about roughly 30 plus minutes to watch all this in one sitting. And you literally are going into this thing blind and they do zero, and I mean zero explanation for anything that goes on until like the last two episodes. The last two episodes is when you get like the meat of, hey, this is why this is happening. But it was so cut Rap. It was so cut weird, too, that it, again, like you said, there would be moments, the episode would start, nothing happens, and then it'd be, like, three, four-minute mark, everything goes south. And then it's, like... And, of course, the entire time we're watching um, these fights, it's always the same aliens. These all-black aliens with a red face. And it's just, like... Like, there's, put, there's a lot of repeated animation, and the animation <laughs> already isn't very good. <laughs> yeah, and the other part, too, is that if you watched, whenever she throws a punch or a kick, they do the damn comic book thing where it's like, punch, <laughs> kick. And it's like, why am I, why is this happening? Am I watching something that's supposed to be based off of a game, or am I watching something that's supposed to be based off of a comic book? I mean, like, oh. I've watched animes and stuff that are based off of comic books that don't use that damn fucking punch, kick, slap, you know? I'm just waiting for a kaboom to come in there for some reason, you know? I'm just like, you did the punch, you did the kick, where's the kaboom? 
No, so honestly, most of every single episode is animation that's used in all of the episodes. With and with, with the it only being like seven minutes in like length, counting the openings and the ending, there's hardly any animation that's original to each episode. And when it's there, it's really, really stiff, and the art style's already really ugly, like I mentioned. So, it's it just feels really cheap and really boring. Yeah, I know. I got that. I got that feeling too when I was watching it. I'm like, so my in my personal opinion. Um, the anime wasn't the worst, but there's better. And for (laughs) whatever reason, (laughs) for, for whatever reason, they couldn't try and make a straightforward story that made sense. Again, I understand they were, it's an OVA. You got literally seven minutes of content, but it's like, Try and make those seven minutes worth our time. Don't just make and copy and paste, copy and paste, copy and paste, copy and paste everything just to try and get an episode out. I mean, you guys are literally doing a seven-minute episode, not a 25-minute, not an hour-long OBA or nothing. You guys are literally making seven minutes of content, and you guys are cheaping out by doing copy, paste, copy, paste, copy, paste, copy, paste. And it's just like, oh my gosh, man. Oh, I wanted to point something out um, because I thought this was funny when I saw it. So, you know, the only dude, like, you know, the main dude with the, like, brown and blonde hair. I looked mm. at him and I thought, this guy looks just like Joey the Anime Man. And then I had that stuck in my head for the rest of the time that I was watching it. Oh, my God. He did. That's right. He did kind of kind of look like he had the same hair as, like, the older uh, Joey videos. Yeah, he just did. looks like Joey. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> So that made it at least a little bit more interesting for me just because I was laughing about the fact that he looked like Joey. Um, And also, so I made a mental note in my head that episode three was the one that seemed the most interesting to me out of all of them. It was the one where they um, started off and they just went on a date to the cafe or whatever. And, um, yeah, it, it was... That one was the best one, in my opinion. And then, of course, as soon as I said it, I'm just like, yeah, this is the best episode. This tentacle monster just starts coming out of nowhere. I'm like, oh, well, I, I regret saying that. <laughs> yeah, no, I was I was thinking the same thing. Like, episode three was, like, the stronger of these five episodes. And it literally had almost no action, again, until, like, the very end. And then it's just, like... Because I'm pretty sure that episode three was when we got to meet the other hero, uh, Amazon, I believe her name was. Um, was that episode she, two? I think that was episode two. Yeah. Episode three th- was the one where her mom shows up out of nowhere and just starts that, lecturing that's, her. <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. The mother came and saved her, and she's like, you need more training. So, yeah, supposedly... We'll, we'll we'll get into that when we actually go like episode by episode uh, mm-hmm. for this, but I'm like, I, when the mother came in and she was wearing the outfit, I'm like, okay, so that makes sense. That's kind of where like her her potential for the power kind of comes from. It's the fact that the mother did it, and that's been like a huge thing in a lot of anime uh, shonen anime style things. Is that it usually comes from the parent. Like, if you watch Bleach, Ichigo's dad was a soul reaper, stuff like that. So, 
And then Dragon Ball Z, I mean, like, hello, Goku, Gohan, all them. Yeah, duh. But it's just, it really, it blew my mind on how inconsistent the story got. Very fast. And... Wait, what do you mean? Explain. <laughs> okay, so the first episode, she's talking about being wanting to become an idol. And she's working her way to becoming an idol. And then the dude literally shows up, give her, gives her the suit, and then all of a sudden she knows how to transform. And then it's like everyone knows who she is after that too. And it's like, why? Why, why would everybody know who she is? Especially with the fact that she's not the original Wonder Momo like her mother was because their costumes are like two completely co- different costumes. And it just, it kills me that it's like, oh, everybody knows who she is. Everyone knows this. Everybody knows that. And then the aliens show up and then the episode's over. And then it's just, this, this show had so many, like, it left me thinking that, oh, there should be more to this. Like, the, 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 the show has potential to be really good. But the I think problem... it has potential as a slice of life. Get rid of the action, <laughs> it's a lot better. Yeah, slice of life, magic girl slice of life. That's what this show essentially is. Like, it has the potential to be a magic girl slice of life. Because you have, every time she transforms, you get the wonder mode on, which is one of the stupidest ways to, like, I'm transforming wonder mode on, and it's like, you watch this in Jap, or if you watch it subbed, the broken English that they do for wonder mode on is so hilarious. And it's, you can tell that it's been copied and pasted because the exact same thing I mean, most, if not all, magical girl transformation shows do that. Because, I mean, do you really want to constantly be doing a new animation for every time they transform? Yeah, but here's the thing, right? With, like, other, like, magical girl-style shows, those transformations look really good. They, like, Mm. just, like, pour everything into making the transformation look so good that seeing it in every episode, you don't care. But this was not that. It it still looked just as bad as everything else, and we had to see it seven times or five times because there were five episodes, and ooh, was it. It it was bad. It was like... The voice acting, again, the voice acting was not... It was not good. (laughs) No, it was not. And the thing is, is that it gave off such a Sailor Moon vibe. Like, every time that she transformed. I I understand that, like, Sailor Moon was the one that really pushed, like, the whole um, magical girl transformation. So all those shows usually rip off Sailor Moon in one way or the other. But, I mean, like, the music for the transformation moments were, was, like, eh. Um, The animation style was eh. And, yeah, it's just... Some some originality. I mean, I watched Kill a Kill, and Kill a Kill's like transformation was like my favorite part of that entire series. It's because the song was like really awesome. The animation was pretty cool. Um, kind of got a little sketched out because you saw a lot of things that you shouldn't see, um, especially for like younger characters doing like really highly sexualized um, clothes getting super tight for some reason, and. Uh, yeah, no, it's it was just one of those shows that it has the potential to be a good show, but the problem is though is that they didn't have 
They didn't have the time, and it kind of felt like they didn't have the proper resources to put out a proper anime. Oh, so and, so here's a, I, I have I have a small nitpick real quick, just because I want to point it out before I forget it. it. It shouldn't have bothered me, but it did bother me. Uh, so you know the like the main bad guy that we never get any payoff for is he's like foreshadowed. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, the, the first time that he's like foreshadowed is when he just like sees them like the his bad guys being defeated or whatever, and he gets mad and he's just holding this cup that like just to me just looks like you know just a basic like Starbucks coffee cup or whatever, and he gets mad and he squeezes it, and I was just ex- I was hoping that some liquid would come out of it or something, but apparently he was just holding this empty cup and he just squeezed it and there was just nothing in it and that really bothered me. I'm like, why would he just be holding a coffee cup with nothing in it? It shouldn't have bothered me, but it really did. (laughs) (laughs) So just for the listeners to understand, like the moment we're introduced to like the person who's in charge of all this shit going south it kind of gives off like the Doctor Claw vibe from like Inspector Gadget. You only get to see like the arm and the things that the arm's doing, and I think you only got to see the arm like twice the entire show. I mean, it's five episodes. It kind of makes sense that you only see it twice. But in one, he's got the coffee cup that you know is your stereotypical like cardboard cup that you'd get from Starbucks or if you live in Canada from Tim Hortons, shit like that. And then, um, and then after that, he has a hamburger and I think it was was like the second last episode, (laughs) he had a hamburger and this is where the animation actually kind of was like, okay, that's, that makes sense. He hits the desk and you watch the hamburger bounce and then fall apart. And this is like something that you would see from a, a Burger King. And I'm wondering like... Why the hell does this guy have a Starbucks coffee cup and a <laughs> burger like a Big Mac <laughs> and a Big Mac? Like, where the hell in space? Because you assume that he's in space, that he's getting this shit. But again, we get no payoff with this villain. We, we get actually little- see him. Did you notice that we that we get to see him real really quickly in the last episode? Yeah, for like it's a just- split second <laughs> on like a a television screen he's like yelling at it or something and that's just all we get and then after that uh i'm gonna save my complaint about the ending for um for when we get near the end of here but yeah there's there i have a big complaint about how they ended this show yeah no it was uh like i said like the only like you said like the only good thing that really came out of this show was the theme song and, and, and it actually that, was pretty good. I like it. It was catchy. And there's that yeah. one part in, in it when, like, the girl trips and the vocals go, oh, I thought, yeah, <laughs> I liked it. Okay. So just to fill everybody in on what the hell we are watching or watched. So we watched Wonder Momo, which was a show that dropped again in the winter of 2014. Um, I believe it was January of 2014. I got to get on uh the uh, my anime list yeah winter of 2014 it ran from episodes so it ran from um february 6th 2014 to march 6th of 2014 so it ran for a month and um i think uh that was uh one too long 
uh, one month too long. Um, I believe that this should have just been a movie. It would have made a lot more sense to be a movie instead of a five-part OVA. Because if they did a movie, they could have actually explained a lot more shit than fucking what they did. Um, so yeah, it was uh, produced by uh, Ban- uh, Band Nam- or Bandai Namco Games. Um, studio was uh, whatever the got a graph Nika or something like that, whatever. Um, again, the source material comes from the, uh, 1987 game. Um, on Mal, it is labeled as for genre as an action game, martial arts and school. Um, martial she's arts. In- Where were the martial arts in this? That's what I want to know. <laughs> what I want to know is why the hell they call cl- uh, classifying as a school when she's only in school for like one or, or one or two episodes. Most of the time, we see her uh, okay, on the it. outside. She is in high school and everything, but the martial arts. No, get rid of that. I there was <laughs> the only martial arts is the random kicks and punches that she does, and that <laughs> you cannot call that martial arts. No, you cannot call that martial arts, especially when she throws in a random ass nut kick to one of the poor aliens. <laughs> Did she do that? <laughs> Yeah, there is. I think it was like first episode. It's when she's. I think she was in the gymnasium. It's either first or second episode. She's fighting this horde of zombie or the horde of uh, aliens, and yeah, just out of the blue, she kicks this one alien in the nuts. I'm like, why? You don't know if he's got nuts or not. You don't know if it's a dude or a chick. It's literally just a black body with a red face. That's all you know. And the other the the other thing that kills me about these aliens is that it's near the very end of the show. One of the aliens, I think it was when they went to the cafe. One of the aliens is across the street from the cafe by a fucking phone booth. <laughs> He's in a fucking goddamn fucking phone booth and he has no money on him, so he hits the fucking machine. It drops a fucking, I'm assuming what is supposed to be Japanese, or Japanese currency, but it looks like a fucking blown out penny. It looks like a penny, yeah. <laughs> and then he puts it into the machine, so it's like, wow, must be really nice to have one of those penny-operated fucking phone booths. <laughs> and then, yeah, when we get to the episode, you know, you'll get there. But who was he calling, like... <laughs> <laughs> You'll you'll see when we get there, because I I had to I really like when I was watching this I examined like almost every scene as much as possible and it's fucking stupid the payoff to this the phone call. <laughs> so, first episode we are introduced to uh fucking what is her actual full name? Her full name is um, Momoko. Yeah, Momoko. Um. She is an uh, she's inspiring to become an idol, and uh, the f- the first time we really get this, uh, the first thing that happens is that there's a bunch of these guys um, in her uh, in the school. They're reading over like an idol magazine, I believe. It's you know your stereotypical horny ass teenagers looking at a swimsuit magazine, and it shows Momoko. And the one makes offhanded comment of, "Hey, isn't she in the next class over?" cut to Momoko, who's literally standing there. Random dude says, 
hey, did you hear about the stu- or the vase that got broken? And it's like, why is that such a <laughs> fucking... Re- I'm sitting there when I'm reading that. I'm like, wait, did I read that right? So I rewinded. I'm like, why is that such a huge fucking thing that they had to bring it up? It's because we find out that Momoko is like a huge fucking klutz, which it really makes no sense because we see it maybe a few times, a few instances that she was a klutz, but that was it. Um, And yeah, she's like, oh no, I'm such a klutz and all this other shit. Then she's like talking to another person. They're like, uh, she's like, oh, I can't do anything. I got to go to an audition. She runs off to go to her audition. She goes into um, a subway station. As she's running down the steps, uh, she gets a phone call. Again, we have no fucking idea who this person is. So we're assuming that it's the person in charge of uh, either in charge of her as an idol, in charge of her auditioning, whatever. Yeah, it'd be like her manager uh, says that, Yeah, that's that's what I was assuming, but they never said, the guy never appeared again in the episode or in the show. He literally just appeared in like a, two, three seconds to say, hey, yeah, your audition got canceled. I'll call you real soon. Promise. She's like, oh, okay. So she's upset. She goes to leave and then we are introduced to a random fucking, I don't know if he's an alien, a lizard, whatever the Can fuck he is. Can we talk about he's those a- guys? There's literally two of them. Just these two weird looking <laughs> green dudes that just make no sense at all. Yeah, one, one's got like yellow hair for some reason. The other one, I believe, was bald. And it's like, why, why, why are we giving aliens hair now? That's what I want to know. <laughs> so, so yeah, either way. Uh, he, this weird ass fucking alien appears uh, and literally just puts something at her chest and it's this orb that we later find out is her battle suit quote unquote battle suit whatever the hell you want to call it and then I believe that's when they go to back to the school and they go to the gymne- uh, gym- uh, gymnasium Blah. sorry no sorry they go back to the school and I think she's in class then they say, hey, we have a problem. Cut to the gymnasium. And that's when, like, the basketball team and cheerleaders are being attacked by the aliens. So, to give a really, like, good description of what these aliens look like, um, again, their body is all black. They have a red face, and they have big white eyes. And I believe they have a mouth, but I could be wrong. I, I really wasn't paying attention that much to how the aliens looked. All I know is that there was a lot of them, and it was a lot of copy and pasting. Oh, and also, so, I want to talk about this. Every time she fights them, right, wherever they are just turns into just this pink, hazy background, so they don't have to animate, <laughs> like, just backgrounds <laughs> that make sense. And also, I think a lot of the fight scenes were basically just, like, reused. If they used the same background, they could just throw punches and kicks that they've already used back in there, and it just rubs me the wrong way. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, was thinking, I was thinking the exact same thing. When, um, yeah, every time these aliens appeared and she got into a fight with them, it was just weird, hazy, pinkish, purplish background. So obviously that was an easier way of them cut, uh, cutting corners on the animation and not making actual backgrounds. 
So during all this, um, everyone's getting attacked. Everyone's freaking out and that. Momoko uh, basically transforms. This is where we get our first, like, uh, magical girl, Sailor Moon style transformation. Um, I believe it was like, it might have been, uh, I can't remember what kind of music was playing in the background. It could have been uh, like a variation of the intro song. I'm not 100% sure. I'm going to be honest, I didn't notice any of the music at all except for the opening theme song. Like, I I, I, I couldn't even tell you if there was music. I'm sure there was, but I never noticed it. That's how boring and uninteresting it was. The only time I I ever noticed music was when the opening song kicked in at the end of the last episode again. I was like, oh, look, there's my music. (laughs) Yeah, no, I, I could be, again, I could be wrong. There might not be any music whatsoever. Anyways, so... This transformation sequence, she basically goes in, because I watched it subbed, she goes in broken English, uh, wonder mode on, and I'm like, (laughs) okay, so Sailor Moon has a pretty horrible, um, her transforming, like, catchphrase, but I, again, I stand behind the whole, I don't know, if anything can ever top for the stupidest words you can yell when you're transforming to wonder mode, wonder mode on. <laughs> on. And the worst part is, is that she does the W with her fingers when the orb, because what happens is the orb appears in front of her. She does the, the W with her fingers, the orb happens, and then she glows. And then obviously it's the wonder, or it's the magical transformation. The gauntlets come on, all that shit. Everything's spinning, and you're getting close-ups and everything else of her transforming. She transforms. She is like, because the funny part is, she made like the offhanded comment. She's like, "Oh, so this is a part of uh, when I transform." And literally seconds after she says that, she transforms. And I'm like. I'm sitting there there and I'm thinking to myself, wow, that was fucking stupid. (laughs) I'm just just throwing that out there. I I thought it was the dumbest fucking thing I've ever heard is the, oh, this is the part where I'm supposed to transform. And then it cuts to um, our male main character, um, and he is, guy's camera on him, Uh, he's a shutterbug, and he takes a picture of her. And that's when it cuts to, like, her fighting the aliens. Again, horribly, because she gets her ass kicked, because she has no idea how to fight. And then, out of the blue, she's able to fight. And it's like, what? Her power was awakened, bro. How else was she supposed to end the, the episode within the seven-minute time limit? <laughs> that's That's what it is. It was the power of friendship. Because everybody knows that is the strongest power in anime is the friends you make along the way. But anyways, <laughs> I believe you know, that's basically uh, the end of that episode, right? Doesn't it just end there as soon as she like, yeah, no, she beats them. And then her friend is just like, oh, my goodness, are you OK? Not knowing that she even did it in that one boy's like, oh, yeah, that was definitely her. <laughs> yeah. And she I think. I think that was the episode she fell on top of, or she, didn't she fight like a big boss, I believe? And she was like, yeah, so she fought this giant crab guy. And the funny thing about this, it reminds me of like the crab boss that Saitama fought 
in the I flashbacks the on One Punch thing. Man. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my god, it's this is like Saitama, you know? And she starts fighting this guy, and she's literally throwing everything but the kitchen sink at this guy. She's like, oh my god, I don't know... <laughs> Because she's throwing punches and kicks. It's not working. That was actually really funny when she just started throwing everything in the room right at him. <laughs> so you had basketballs, um, weights. Um, for some reason, she thought throwing the mats was a good idea. And I think this dude the entire time is making like cut puns. Like, that doesn't cut it. You have to hit harder. And that seems to be, like, the big thing about the enemies that can talk is that they're all about really bad puns. I didn't notice that at all. I was literally just <sighs> too focused on how funny it was that she was throwing everything at him, and it was just all, all of it was just bouncing off. Yeah. So she's fighting him. He knocks her to the ground. She lands on a hula hoop. And this is when she gets her one of her magical attacks. Dude, the I thought she wonder... was getting crucified or something. She literally just laid it down no. on the hula hoop with like her arms stretched <laughs> yeah. out in a T-pose. No. I was like, dude, what is happening? Is she getting crucified here? Yeah, no. She he hits her. She lands really. She lands on her back, and obviously the, the first thing she does is go T-pose. So when she goes T-posed on top of this hula hoop, the hula hoop starts glowing. Starts glowing. And then she gets the power to be able to throw a hula hoop as a fucking weapon. Okay. I have seen some really dumb weapons in anime and in video games and shit. I'm sorry. A hula hoop does not make sense for a weapon. Seriously, it makes zero sense. But I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I forgot. It's a, a wonder, wonder hula hoop a or whatever the hell. <laughs> the wonder hoop. with her wonder energy so she was able to use it effectively. I think you're misplacing your judgment on the hula hoop. <laughs> sorry, I'm I'm sorry that the hula hoop of wonder didn't fucking make me jump for joy when she threw it. And, okay. So when she throws the hoop, it hits this giant crab thing. We never get a name for him, so just crab thing is what we're gonna call him. It hits him, and you can tell this anime was, like, rushed because it was such a, a horrible uh, shot of the hoop hitting him. And he's like, oh, no! And he explodes. So when he explodes, it is probably the crappiest-looking effects for an explosion I have seen in anime. And it's every time a, a big boss gets killed, they explode like that. It's like watching, or it's like playing uh, Sonic the Hedgehog. You defeat uh, Dr. Eggman, and he's, uh, you hit him, he explodes, blah, 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 boom, 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 boom. That's what it was like when she defeats enemies. And then on top of the fact that the alien henchmen that she beats up like it's nothing, just dissolve. There's nothing else to it, they just dissolve. So, I believe episode two is... Well, all the episodes pretty much go like that, right? They just basically just have the same beats. I'm not, sh I'm not sure what happened in episode two. Oh, wait, no, that was, the, uh, that was the, the idol festival thing. Yeah, that was the idol festival when we're introduced to um, Akiho, uh, Anakiho, whatever the hell her actual name is, Amazon. Just I think it, call she was supposed Amazon. to be the rival, right? But she really just didn't do anything except be a jerk 
<laughs> she's not she's not really a rival. Uh I my personal opinion, she didn't feel like much of a rival. She was more of like she's essentially uh Momoko's like inspiration to becoming an idol because I believe it was the second episode is when she explains why she wants to become an no, sorry, it wasn't second episode. It was like fourth episode or mm, third episode. episode. Three probably when they were on the date in the cafe. Yes, that's what it was. It was episode three is when they explained that. Either way, so episode episode two, it's the exact same thing. They're at an idol festival. Nothing happens. Aliens show up. She transforms. She's fighting them. Has I believe another like boss shows up. She's having issues fighting the boss, and then Amazon appears. Amazon appears, kills the dude. And literally, like, the most toxic personality of an anime character is this character. Amazon is literally like, don't talk to me. You're not the real Momo and or Wonder Momo and shit like that. She's literally just putting her in her place and calling her worthless because she's a second-rate hero. Or whatever you want to say. <laughs> <sighs> God, I I normally I don't have an issue with um, certain characters, but I believe Amazon is okay. So the thing about the show is the reason why I didn't ask Sky who's your favorite character, who's your least favorite character, is because these characters were so fucking two dimensional. <laughs> these aren't characters; with, they're just like cardboard that can walk. <laughs> that, that's what it is. It's literally like Wonder Momo is a, your ditzy airhead character. The guy that uh, is there literally have no idea who the fuck he is until this part, and then he's like, "Oh, I saw you. We go to the same school. I took a picture of you." Blah 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 blah. He's your stereotypical like shy, quote unquote, shy guy, and then. You know, Amazon, she's a fucking bitch. I mean, every anime's got every anime's <laughs> gotta have a bitch. <laughs> I mean, Toradora's got fucking Amy, everyone's gotta have a fucking bitch, right? Sorry, Ami. And but yeah. So second episode happens. Nothing really exciting happens. I believe this is the first time we see the boss with his uh fucking Starbucks. It's really nice to know that you can get Starbucks in space for, uh, with these guys. Yeah, I agree. When I get up there, that's the first thing I'm gonna do. I I need my moon. I need my moon coffee. You know. <laughs> and the funny part is, I believe it's this episode is when the guy walks up to her, and I noticed that this show was produced by Namco because they literally put Namco on almost everything. <laughs> like. <Did they? laughs> There was, um, I think it was at the beginning of this episode, or it's the next one. There's, like, billboards that say Namco on it. They go to Namco High, which is the name of their high school. (laughs) Obviously, no one would know that because they never fucking mention it besides the one fucking time. And it's just, like, every, every odd thing has Namco on it somewhere. So it's like, yay, product placement. Dude, I must not have been paying attention. I didn't notice that at all. Again, when I when I do these kind of reviews, I try and uh, look at like all the things in the background, stuff like that. Especially if I don't plan on watching the show again, um, I always try and get as much as I can for these reviews. So, episode three, 
is when they kind of they the two characters go on a date to well it's not really a date to the cafe he's like uh, I mean, it was she's kind like, of a date. It was, it was, it was <sighs> actually, it was actually kind of cute, except for the fact that they're both butt ugly, and that kind of pulled me out of it a little bit. <laughs> All right. So what happens is the episode starts, and she's like really down in the dumps because Amazon was a complete bitch to her. She idolized her. Blah 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 blah. Uh, so Night Shining Armor's like, hey, do you want to go? And get crepes because for some reason crepes are like a huge dessert thing in anime, um, especially for like the slice of life moments. She doesn't sa- or sound interested. Then he's like, "Well, well, well, you can have all the toppings you want, all the ice cream." The minute he says that, she's like, "Okay, let's go." <laughs> and then, <laughs> so they go to this cafe. They have they have their heart to heart moment. You find out like the real reason why Momo wants to become. Um, an idol. It's because she craves attention. I'm sorry. That is the dumbest excuse to go into <laughs> entertainment in anything. Is that I just want the attention? No, that's what she said. She literally just basically just admitted to being an attention hog, and that's why she wants to be an idol. And for some yeah. reason, that the dude is literally just like okay with it. I would have been like, no, 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 don't do that. That's bad. He, he that's the thing. Like he literally says nothing about the fact that she, the only reason why she wants to be an idol is because <laughs> she wants attention. Then we find out that the guy, uh, the reason why he carries a camera around is that he wants to become a uh, photographer for the press. And like, he always we all has... knew that the second we saw him with a big camera, like, yeah, <laughs> he didn't have to it's, tell us. It's that or he's just a perv who likes to take upskirt shots of women on escalators or elevators and stuff like that. You know, probably that's both, always honestly. it might be. You never know. So, yeah. This is like the, it was your stereotypical like heart to heart moment, trying to establish maybe there could be a potential relationship between the two characters. Of course, that fucking no- nothing ever comes out of this because the show's fucking giant fucking dumpster fire. <laughs> After episode three, they just don't know what to do with him. They just throw him <laughs> back in the show and just literally acknowledge the fact that no one knows why he's there. <laughs> yeah. Okay, it was like so episode four or five, they're having a meeting, and one of the the green lizard dudes is literally just like, "Why are you here?" And he's just like, "I don't know." <laughs> <laughs> and then he's then uh, yeah. So episode or the next episode, because again, or this, sorry, this episode, episode three, um, the big fight happens. <laughs> yeah, and it's the so, tentacle boy. Okay, this this is the thing I was talking about. So they finish up their date. She goes outside. When she goes outside, there is an alien across the street in front of a phone booth. Like I said before, I don't know why the fuck this dude's in front of a phone booth, but he's there. <laughs> goes in, makes a phone call. This is where you start walking, or this is where you start seeing like Namco uh, billboards and stuff like that. And cuts to she's walking down the street, and these aliens just pop out of this fucking alleyway. Like a bunch of fucking pedo creeps who walk around wearing trench coats saying, hey man, want to light or want to uh, watch? You know, the stereotypical creepers. Mm-hmm. And if you didn't notice, one of them has a white 90s style brick <laughs> cell phone in their hand. 
So yeah, I do remember that. So that is where the alien called. He called for backup using a fucking phone booth. So, but they were literally just right around the corner, anyways. Yeah. So again, the stereotypical. She starts glowing. That's the sign that it's time for her to power up. She transforms. Yada yada yada. She's Almost kicking ass. Raped. She's kicking ass, and then next thing you know, this giant tentacle dude walks up, and everything that's out of his mouth is just a weird suck uh, pun. <laughs> no, everything. That's exactly what he said. He's like, "I'm gonna suck it up." I'm like, "Bro, what does that mean?" Yeah. Yeah, he's like, I'm going to suck you. And it's like, oh my god, no. <laughs> and and then, yes, she gets attacked by one of his tentacles. I'm like, oh no, I've seen where this goes before. No, she did not get tentacle raped. This is not a hentai. It is what it is. So, with her struggling to fight this guy, we have what looks to be a wonder hoop appear and cut the tentacle free. It was the wonderful attack the was known original, as the original Wonder Hoop. The yes, the original Wonder Hoop. <laughs> and next thing you know, in comes this elderly woman or this older woman dressed in the exact same uniform as Momo, but she's got like a pink top underneath. Her helmet's got like some triangles and shit on it. And then that's when uh, Momo goes, "Oh, mom." And this is where we find out that, oh, her mom was the original Momo. And, of course, her mom completely destroys this tentacle monster with ease. And, uh, yeah. And then her mom lectures her. They take her home. And then uh, I believe that's when we're introduced to the aliens. And then the aliens are like, oh, we received this message about Momo being in danger. But, obviously, it was the original Momo. Or the new Momo, not the original Momo. She's retired. And then you get a backstory. Then episode four happens. Or that might be in episode four. All of it blends in together. So It's all one big blur, dude. That's that's the thing. And I believe when we saw the um, tentacle monster get destroyed, that's when uh, we saw the burger get destroyed as well. It was either... Episode three or the next episode is that yeah, we that saw the boss Big again, Mac, dude. Could have eaten. Man, man, I don't know what's more depressing when I'm watching something is um, food abuse, alcohol abuse, or coffee abuse. And this guy did two of those three things I don't like, and that was he didn't coffee, do coffee abuse. abuse because for some reason there was just nothing in his cup. There could have been a little bit of coffee at the very bottom, so I count that as coffee or caffeine abuse. Okay. <laughs> so, My Rival, My Enemy is the name of episode four. And that is where they go to, like, a uh, nothing happens. You get the backstory of the mother. And then cuts to them going to an amusement park. Where there's, like, these two giant robot monsters. No, wait, uh, was it? Hold on. Who was the... What did they fight in episode two? Didn't they fight a robot in episode two? No, I am pretty sure they fought a um, weird-looking stone thing. I can't really remember. It was just some generic-looking monster. It was definitely really crazy. All of the bosses are just really generic. I know. I I want to rant about episode four for a moment. That's what we're talking about, right? 
Um, yeah. The fact that this stupid Amazon girl shows up again. And I want to take a moment to appreciate the fact that <laughs> Wonder Momo starts making fun of her about her name Amazon. Because <laughs> I, yeah. I wanted to do that too. I thought that was so dumb. I want to appreciate that because, yes, stupid name. Don't call yourself like Amazona <laughs> or whatever it was. Yeah. It was um, just, it was something <laughs> so, so fucking dumb. That she got mad and she started just like attacking Wonder Momo in the middle of the fight against the boss for yeah, some yeah. reason. <laughs> in, in the middle of fighting these two fucking robots, I, I'm pretty sure like the original Wonder Momo defeats one of them, or it was Amazon that defeated one of them because there was two robots that they had to fight, and they destroyed one of them, and then they got into the big scuffle uh, when they were fighting the second one. The second one almost squishes them. And then and just Wonder... almost killed them. <laughs> yeah, and then the original Wonder Momo shows up, completely fucking destroys the other boss, and then she lectures them about being um, uh, ch- uh, acting, you know, like ch- uh, children and shit like that, and fighting for no reason. And then they, they become a team, a team instantly. <laughs> <laughs> team Momo was the name of their team. team. <laughs> and I'm like, that is. This is like some Naruto level fucking shit. Like you name your team after the person in charge. And then episode five happens. <laughs> episode five, ascent, or which is uh, Shibuya under attack or whatever the Shibuai or whatever under attack. Um, this is the last episode. Thank fucking God. It oh, is. I, I actually did. I really did like the joke that she made where she said, what is it? So first it's Akiba and then Shibuya. Are they, t- are they tourists or are they aliens? I'm just like, okay. Yeah. That was pretty good. Yeah. Because, yeah, because for the weebs that do not know, like uh, Akihabara is like the huge, like weed or not weed. Sorry. It's the weeb, uh, the weebs wet dream. Like there's stores that sell figures, all that shit. It's all anime themed. And I'm not pretty sure what sh- uh, Shiba or uh, Shiba. Well, uh, I'm Shibuya. horrible with words. Shibuya. Yeah, either way. I, I'm not really <laughs> sure about that area. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm not really sure about that area in Japan. Um, I guess it's a tourist attraction for some reason. Hold on. Since, the, since we got a second, I will check it out. If you want to uh, talk a little bit about it, go nuts. Yeah, sure. We're on what episode are we on? Are we on episode five. four still? We're on episode five. Episode five, yeah. Episode five. I'm gonna rant about the ending real quick. Just, I know we're gonna get to it, but I want to point out the fact that it was made me really mad how they decided to end the show with setting it up for like the big invasion of of the aliens like hideout, and then they just left, and they're just like, well, you can you can figure out what happens afterwards, and they just it just ended that way, and that really made me mad. But yeah, so episode five started off with it was just a meeting, right? They were just like discussing how they were gonna do it, and then it just attacked. So then they had to go, and then it just went the same way that it always does. Ooh, and I said to myself, because I, I like the fact that you brought up Saitama earlier, because in the middle of this fight when they're just getting attacked by 
whatever I don't remember what it was it was just big alien things right and she gets like punched through the wall Momo does of like a building and I said to myself I'm just like this is literally just bad one punch man that's <laughs> that's just the way that I see this show it's just bad one punch man like I feel all of the bosses just feel like more generic versions of things that would have been that Saitama would have killed in One Punch Man. And, again, because they kill everything in, like, one hit after they already take a little bit of damage. So it just feels like One Punch Man, but they didn't know what they were doing, and they wanted to make it appeal to literally nobody. Yeah, that's the kind of feel that I got for it, too. It was, like, we're trying to be... They were trying to be, like, One Punch Man, but, again, it it made no sense whatsoever... So yeah, the uh, the episode kind of st- I believe the episode starts off they're having a meeting on what their plan is because at the end of episode 4, they decided that they're going to go right to the base and just cut the head off at the snake before it gets worse. So their plan is to go there. And essentially they have this meeting um our uh, camera boy gets uh, or sees the aliens for the first time. He freaks out thinking he's going to be eliminated or abducted. Uh, they make the offhanded comment that uh, we don't have time to eliminate you right now or something on the lines of that. They're like, that would just complicate things, don't worry. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, and it was just like, oh, okay. And then, yeah, there's, uh, they're like, okay, so we're gonna go to the, they're like, okay, we're gonna go to the base, we're gonna kill the boss, and end this uh, right now. The guy's like, or, next, cuts to the guy's like, oh, great, we already had a portal to the base going. And it was essentially a portal that would let them sneak onto the enemy base undetected so they can do a sneak attack. (laughs) I feel like if this dude had the ability to do that in the first place, why didn't they just go start the show with attacking them that way? Mm. So what what we find out is that in the last episode and then again in this episode is that these aliens have a weird idea of what a spaceship is. And for some reason, they're driving around in, like, for all my D&D nerds that may or may not listen to this, it's a, a D8. So it's like you're a pyramid, uh, basically a diamond-shaped. They had a diamond-shaped ship. And it's like, why, why did they try and make diamond-shaped ships? And then I'm like, you know what? It's last episode. I don't really fucking care what happens, and it can't get worse. I just wanted it to be over. <laughs> That's what I wanted it to be. I wanted it to be over too, but I didn't want but it then to be when over. It was the... over. I was disappointed. <laughs> because yeah, I... they just left us hanging. They're like, "Yeah, let's go attack the big boss," and then they just like, "Bye, guys." I'm like, "Wait, what do you mean? What do you mean it's yeah. over?" <laughs> so there, it literally ends with them like jumping off of the the railing of where they teleported and it's just a still shot of like momo with theme song playing in the background and then you assume that they went and defeated the boss and it literally ends there there's no payoff to a big boss fight or nothing it's just well there is like a boss fight and stuff like that but it's just like <sighs> yeah but it ended there... on the rise before the climax i'm like well mm. cool Although I did appreciate the fact that they used the only good thing about the show by putting the opening theme song in the last episode. I did appreciate that, being able to hear it twice in one episode. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what a lot of like these shows tend to do, is when it's the big hype moment, they throw like the 
intro song on just to get people stoked. But but the yeah. pro- had the opposite effect because I like the song so much more than everything else in the show. The song came on, and my brain just automatically focused all my attention on the one thing that I liked, which was the song. So I really didn't pay any attention to anything else that was actually going on. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, and, th- and that's essentially how it ends. Um, again, there's like lo- or there's like a couple small like details that we skip, but we essentially give you guys like the bulk of what the show is. It's literally... Two or three minutes of nothing happening, action, and it's over. That's the entire show. And honestly, I don't know why people rated this show so fucking high on uh, Mal. So on Mal, this show is sitting at a. F- oh wait, no. <laughs> I don't want to put the wrong or say the wrong show. Jeez, that would have been horrible. <laughs> I would have gave this thing too much of a, a good uh, rating. So this show sits at a 3.62 score on Mal. Um, I believe, like, um, oh, I have it right here. I can give you guys the rating that's on uh, IMDB as well. Um, and it's not good. The IMDB, uh, not good because somebody thought it would be a great idea to write a full-blown essay on, Mal, four on uh, people have this why they didn't like I'm it. I'm very concerned for those four Just like they did with the other show. And yeah, this show has a fucking... Who, someone... So, for a 4 point, or a 4.0 rating on IMDB for this fucking garbage fire that's That's that i'm sorry that's that is too high for this show this i'm (laughs) sorry i give i give anime a chance i always give something a six to start like i've said in the past a six to start and then the final ending i usually end with like a it stays a six or it becomes a seven or if you're a hunter hunter a full metal alchemist brotherhood a demon slayer you go higher but this is ranked number one or ten thousand eight hundred and eighty-eight. Its popularity is six thousand two hundred and thirty-five, and for some reason, four people on Mal liked this. Um, those four people, um, you shouldn't be allowed to watch anime anymore. Um, I'm sorry, I'm taking your weeb license away from you. Um, you're no longer allowed to go around calling yourself a weeb. Or an anime fan, because you don't give this fucking show a three-star rating. Sky, what rating did you give this fucking disaster of an anime? I rated it a two out of ten. I I, I can't give it a one, because if I give it a one, that means it has zero redeeming qualities. And like I said, I liked the opening song enough to have some enjoyment out of every episode. I can't give it a one, but it's really bad. (laughs) I, when I first watched this, I was so close, so fucking close to giving this a one. But then I thought about it. I'm like, this is way better than... Skelter plus heaven. So I have to give this a two. Um, again, I like this. I like the opening theme. I kind of didn't mind, uh, the ED, but it was meh compared to the I opening skipped theme. it every single time. I did it. I, I did too, but <laughs> it, 
in the end, we both gave this a 2 out of 10. Let us know in, you know, on social media uh, at uh, Talking Anime what you thought about this if you are one of the few people that have probably watched this. And again, I am sorry that you watched this. Don't worry, it gets better. There's better anime out there than this. Um, in the end, this gets a, overall a 2 out of 10. It is under the do not watch this if you don't have to uh, category of talking anime. And let's just move on from this dumpster fire. Let's, you know, pull it back and let's do some little bit of promoting at the very end. So, as everybody may or may not know, there's a Discord page for, the, for us. Come and join it. Come talk to us. Um, I just put up a fan uh, question. Uh, so every month, again, I'm kind of stealing a little ideas from everyone else. Um, so yeah, if you have a question for the show, go on to the Discord channel uh, for Talking Anime. Leave a question and we will talk about it. Um, give us a... Uh, if you can support us financially, we do have a Patreon. It is patreon.com forward slash talking anime. For as little as $1 a month, you get a shout out on the show and you get my eternal thanks. And I believe Sky would give you an eternal thanks and he would message you saying, I love you. Oh, most definitely. <laughs> and again, if you want to pay a little bit more, we have a $5 tier, which is called Otaku. And that is... You get to pick a topic for us to talk about, and if you have the equipment for it, you can actually come on and talk to us about it. And yeah, you get, and then of course you get the one dollar tier benefit of the shout out and everything else as well. And that is all, ladies and gentlemen. Is check out our Patreon, check out our Discord. If you need to follow me on social media, it is talking anime. Sky, do you have any social media for people to follow you on? Uh, yeah, I have a Twitter. You can follow me at Sky Kazakame, uh, same as my name in Discord. If you uh, hit me up, I can link you if you want. But also, again, just join the Discord. It's the easiest way to come chat with us. I try to stay as active as I can because there's not much else to do in this pandemic world we got going on. Exactly, and I and I'm on there uh, from time to time, you know, giving out announcements, letting everybody know what our next episode is about, all that fun stuff. But in the meantime, I have been Mitch, and I've been Sky, and thank you for listening. We will see you guys next week. Peace out. Bye, guys. Quo Nichiwa, everybody. It is Mitch. Just coming here to let you guys know before the episode ended i want to say thank you to a special someone out there ladies and gentlemen i want to say thank you to malo now if you guys don't know who malo is malo is our first ever member of the otaku club that's right he is officially paying the five dollars a month to come and support us and guess what he's gonna be coming on and we're talking about the promised neverland that will be in a future episode. Hope you guys enjoyed. Thank you. Goodbye.